Yo, what's going on, guys? I'm Jared from Island Spot Sports, and I'm along with Tyler from On the Spot Sports. And today we are joined by our good friend, Matt DJ Magic Matt Rios. Hello, Good. hello, <laughs> Matt. How are you? You know, I've I've honestly been looking forward to this all week. Like, um, you know, I love what you guys do. Um, it's really cool how you get like pro athletes on here. Like, it's it's so cool, you know, that they agree to be on here and they have they they say a lot of good things too. But uh, you know, even though this isn't really an athletic interview, um, you know, good change of pace, I guess. So. Um, Honestly, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I really, I really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, we're glad to have you on. It's been a few days in the making, or like a week in the making, actually. <laughs> and it's finally good to make it happen. So, and it's, I'm excited to have you on, dude. Yeah, awesome. we, we both are. So, it's a thrill right now. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I like. I've been waiting for this one. This is going to be an interesting episode. So having you on, I, I can't wait for the direction it's going to go in. This is this is going to be one to remember. Yeah, hey, we, all, you know. we honestly have no no. We do not know where this is going to go at all. <laughs> you know, I could I could take things anywhere. You tell me, point to a direction, and we'll we'll head there. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone for, for anyone who's wondering, don't expect anything. Expect the unexpected. This is going to be a fun but interesting episode. So. We'll see where this goes compared to the last one we did. I think it was last week with the Q&A, right, Jack? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Q&A was the last one. Yeah, so we, we really appreciate your uh, support through for the podcast. You're, you're kind of a part of the podcast because you, you've been a fan for since day one, obviously. And you also did go on that Peoria trip with us to go see our, our interviewee, Eric Levine, playing Peoria. Oh, right. yeah. that was that was that was very that was, that was actually pretty cool because like i didn't expect to be like we we're we we're already second row yeah second yeah that was that was so cool you know that's so cool that you got to interview him and we got to watch him play i mean i and don't know I special yeah and he won too he you played know? a great game yeah. those first two goals i mean the defense was not they were not helping him out, but then after after they sort of locked in, he was making some fantastic saves. So yeah, having you along, it, it definitely made that trip ten times better. Us yeah, that, it would have been horrible awesome. either way, but yeah, that was that was great. I, you know, it, it was such an honor to be on that trip as well. You know, can't wait for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> you, beat, you beat me awesome. too. That I was gonna say. I wonder what the next one's gonna be. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. go see a yeah. Badgers game. Ooh, yes, sir. Badgers. Yes, sir. Big Ten. Big Ten. Wait, what sport? Hockey. <laughs> oh, of course. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I literally said this in the group chat, like, a couple days oh, ago. I, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of fun memories made in the car, too, on the road road up, road trip down to Peoria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, One could argue that that's, the, that's the most entertaining part. <laughs> it was. So, um, but other than that, we'll be get going on some more trips, and you'll be able to join us, too, like, like always. Yeah. I, I want to eventually, like, make, like, 
a trip to like all the professional and college athletes we have interviewed. So that'll be a Ooh, that'll be a road trip to go there. on. Wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. And it's all it's always a lot of fun, especially going with you with both you boys. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It is not complete without all the boys, so that that's for sure. The boys need to be yeah. there. Yep, yep. Yes, they do. <laughs> all right, so uh, talking about this quarantine, what do you guys think of this? Wow. Um, this is terrible. I mean. What yeah, have you guys been doing in quarantine? What have I been, what have I been doing? Um. I spend most of my day, honestly, I spend most of my days working on, like, homework, schoolwork. Like, you know, the schools think it's so cool that, you know, oh, well, everyone's at home all the time, so that means they must have all the time in the world so we can just dump them with, like, homework and stuff. And that, that's not really the case. I mean, yeah, I do have a lot of time, but I don't want to spend all of it on homework, you know. And plus, in a time where, um, you know, mental health is kind of an issue, like, always working on homework and having no free time to, like, decompress is not good. For your mental not health. Good for your mental health. Yeah, and plus with when the weather was bad, like in the beginning of all this, you know, not gonna lie, I got pretty depressed. I got sad. I missed all my friends. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of them still like, like social distancing, but be like meeting up and stuff. And I wasn't allowed to, which sucked. Um, and oh, I, yeah, I just got pretty sad. I got, I was always in a bad mood, but I've noticed that since the weather got warmer, uh, I've been happier. Um, and yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I've been doing. How about you? Tyler, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, other than the, all the schoolwork, you know, I've been trying to just get through that best as I can, you know, so I can have time to do other stuff. But um, I've been really keeping up with this NFL free agency stuff. This is in a world where there is no sports right now. You know me. I am sports is my life. Um, I've been keeping up with this as best as I can and just – breaking it down watching it all that stuff um but it's been like you said Matt it's challenging with mental like like mental stability kind of stuff you know you're in a different spot now you your rhythms are kind of out of funk because you know you're so used to that routine of going to school every day doing this doing that now it's completely changed you know I'm like I'm not used to being in the house all the time I'm used to being busy with all this other stuff and it's been interesting to see like how my routine has kind of changed I honestly have been going for a walk almost every week now maybe a couple times a week I think though that is great just to get some like fresh air you know absolutely even if it's it's chilly like today like you were mentioning the the weather getting warm I am all for that Uh, but today was pretty chilly so that's kind of a change but other than other than the necessary schoolwork um I'm I'm also one of the few people that that is unfortunate that I cannot work during this time um I've been cut from my hours, unfortunately, due to the pandemic. So I have more free time than most people. But just, I guess, sitting around, catching up with school, and that's really about it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a challenging time for sure. It's uh, unfortunate that this is that this is happening. But you just got to take advantage of the downtime you get, besides for doing schoolwork. Like, I've been doing mostly – I have two online classes that like where I have to like go in like a video chat like Zoom, and be in the class area situation thing, and then the other two just 
just don't even, just like put out work on like blackboard and then you can just do it whenever you want so that that's pretty nice because like i can just do it whenever i want i don't have like a set time but other than that i've been running i've been doing some body work body workout lift exercises for hockey for off ice training doing some hand-eye coordination stuff uh doing some graph design work and doing stuff for the podcast as well. So, and just being by myself pretty much and just, <laughs> just reflecting and making sure I'm staying safe and staying healthy. So it's not a, not a bad situation compared to like what it, what it could be if like this, if like everyone didn't like act or like, react to how everyone reacted I guess you could say so it could be a lot worse I'd say yeah I agree yeah I mean I really think like you were saying it maybe it's not necessarily a bad situation I just really think it just depends on how you look at it like if you look at it like oh there's nothing to do you know I'm just gonna be stuck in the house all day you're gonna have no fun you gotta look I think you gotta look at the bright side be like yeah maybe I'm stuck in the house but Oh, maybe I could do this a little more, do that a little more. Right, and that opens up your mind a little bit. You got these other options that you didn't think of beforehand. So, yeah, just just reflect on yourself and oh, exactly. Look look at the on the bright side of the bed compared to being in the dark. Yeah, yeah, like even even during yeah, like you're saying during this time, like. You know, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm stuck inside. You know, there's nothing I can do. But then, you know, I thought about it for a while, you know, like a week had gone by. And I realized, well, shoot, there's a lot of things that I could do during this time that I normally wouldn't be able to do. You know, I have, you know, just to, like, kind of take care of myself. You know, maybe, I don't know, learn something new. I've been, since I I DJ, you know, I've, I've actually been working on my DJ skills. I've been able to actually practice and kind of get better at like different transitions and stuff and i've been uh been doing live streams on instagram which is which you know it makes me happy to see other people happy that you know they get to watch and like jam out to whatever i'm playing um you know just little things like that to kind of make myself a better person um you know just thinking about like you know how i think about life and um what i can do to you know how I can be better once this is over, I guess, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can really do right now is just just self-reflect and get better at whatever your skill is and then just go off of that. I really, th- I really like how you said, like, how it could impact. Because, I mean, I feel like during this time we've all been impacted and it could be in a different way for each person, like I so said, depending on how you do it, but like I said, we're so used to like our normal routines right now at school and stuff. And it just all of a sudden gets interrupted. And now you're like, wow, you know, everything's at home now. Everything's like kind of, I mean, it is independent, but now it's totally independent. Now you don't have to go to school, like actually. And it's going to be interesting to see how could everyone kind of bounce back to maybe like, wow, this feels so different now being that we're not doing this these things that we've been used to doing for the past couple of months, however long this is going to last during this quarantine, but how will we re- how will we react? Will we just be like, oh yeah, right away? Will it feel just totally normal? Or we'll be like, 
man, this feels weird. Like, this quarantine has really, really kind of changed me into someone I I didn't know who I was, you know, so. Yeah, you know, I hope, well, I hope that comes out of this is that, you know, after these, uh, Lord knows however many weeks it'll be, but people will kind of realize, like, the things that they've been doing wrong in life. And, you know, maybe this, maybe this whole thing was meant to happen for a reason, you know, for people to realize, you know, like for people to realize like, oh shoot, the way I've been living life is, is not good. You know, maybe it's, you know, for example, um, oh, cool. I got a message on here. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, for example, um, you know, people who like just go through the motions every day and they don't really live life. They kind of just, they're kind of like, kind of like in their own world. There's, you know, every day, oh, yeah, wake up, go to work, go home, eat, blah, blah, blah. But maybe, like, this whole, like, quarantine thing will make people realize that there's more to life than just going through the, emo- like, emotions every day. And maybe people will realize that they need to start living. And then, you know, in terms of the environment, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, you know how the ozone layer's got that hole in it? Well, since there's not that many cars, the hole the, the whole itself has actually been repairing. And so, um, you know, maybe... It, this also kind of shows that all um, like all the problems that we have like with pollution and stuff like they can be fixed if we all work together you know I, I hope that people realize that and maybe maybe people just have different views on it and people want to like work together and you know kind of make things better than they are now so uh, you know this whole thing could be for a reason like almost like a time of self-reflection you know I think um there there are definitely positives to this um so i hope i hope it hope the positives happen i guess yeah <laughs> oh um i mean yeah this it's it's crazy i mean like i i, I think i was talking about it with, with matt but when you were going to get a drink jack but th- this is one of those times where like people may not realize it but this is this will be a moment in American history when we look back at it, we're like, wow. Like, I mean, kids growing up when they take like history class or something to be like looking the coronavirus pandemic, you know, it's in their textbook. And we, we lived through this. Like a lot of us will know like what this was like. It's crazy. Like I, I, I never thought the world would be what it is like right now. Like, going outside is basically like prohibited not 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 necessarily prohibited but it's it's strongly it's it's being encouraged to be reduced and it's just it's crazy like living life like being cornered in your house like I i never imagined the world would be like this at a time yeah yeah exactly and it's like you know how like you the your grandparents are always like yeah back in my day it's kind of like that we're gonna be with our kids back in my day there was this COVID-19 pandemic and there's gonna be a lot of history books on this and it'll be actually in the like in what they're gonna probably gonna learn in school so it's definitely interesting for sure and hopefully we get hopefully get through this soon though and when you Matt when you said uh going through like the motions like that made me realize how much like I miss actually going to school and how much like I need, mm-hmm. I actually need to go to school. Cause nope, like, yeah. you, you, like during the day throughout the course of like the year, you could probably be like, you could, 
I, I'm sure everyone has this moment where you're like, why do I even need to go to school? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but then when this happens, it's like, I miss school. I miss my friends. Oh, yeah. I miss mm-hmm. everything about being at school, like physically in school. Yeah, this is it's almost like a wake up call that, uh, hello, you know, the things that are happening in life are, you know, they're meant, they're, they're meant for a reason. And, you know, like school, it's important. And, you know, sometimes you don't feel like going, but now, you know, you're realizing, oh, shoot, I actually do. <laughs> I actually do need to go. Yeah, it's a wake up call. Yeah, for sure. And um, before we get to um, like your DJ stuff, like everything you, that was said right here is very, very true and very accurate, very on point. But I'm sure most people are wondering like how we all know each other. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. Like that. I'm not just some random dude off the street. No, you're not. You're, <laughs> you're one of our close friends, both of ours. Absolutely. Exact. So I'll go first. So uh, my my mom knew his mom during college, and I think they went to high school together, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then they were, like, around, like, a block away from each other where they lived. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they reconnected after like I was born mm-hmm. and then you were born like six months after me. So that's how we connect, how like we became friends and mm-hmm. we've hung out countless number of times since we were today's day. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much our friendship. Yeah. I think the whole, yeah. I don't have a, like, my family does not know Matt's personal. I think my relationship with Matt is solely based on, I know you through Jack and Sam. And yeah. <laughs> but I will say, I'm not, I'm forever thankful that I did get to know you. Because when uh, me and uh, Jack's little brother, Sam, would go to NASCAR, I, I knew, I, I've heard, I've, like, I heard of Matt, but I've never met him. And when, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember meeting you for the first couple of times, and I was like, oh, you know, I didn't really get to talk to him a whole lot. But now now mm-hmm. that we go to school together and whatnot, we've really been able to connect. And it, it's been it's been awesome. Like I said, you're, you're basically one of my brothers now. So it's, <laughs> it's awesome to get to know you. Oh, um, thanks, and like I said, my, despite not having the, 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 the connection that Jack and your parents have, I, I – definitely 100% consider you a very, very close friend of mine. Oh, same, so. same. Both of you guys, you know, always, always, you guys are always people like I can talk to about anything, honestly. <laughs> like, even after this, like, whole episode, we'd probably still be on for, like, another hour after this, even more. <laughs> I know, oh. I know, like, we, we can go, like, we can go all night, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. We really can. For real. So, um, Tyler, I believe, besides NASCAR, I believe the like one of the like first times you met Matt was at his garage party, right? When his DJ, or yes. one of the first times. Yeah, um, that was kind of after. Like I, I, I knew I knew who he was. Like I said, I didn't really get to get to interact with him a whole lot because we we kind of met up at your guys' little tailgate, and then we kind of went our own way. So I I knew I knew who you were, and, and I snapped with you a lot, but. Then oh, that, yeah. that first that first garage party last I was last summer. 
that was when I really got to like know like you and then I found out you were going to COD show I was like awesome you know <laughs> yeah really good bros so mm-hmm. that 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 was really the tide knock like I I definitely knew who you were NASCAR NASCAR vlog you know snapped a lot but that garage party I think was definitely the tie in like oh yeah we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good a good time at the garage party. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the, the the one about a month ago too, as well. The second time. Oh yes, yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> yeah, I was the honorable uh, sub for a couple minutes for uh, him, like I believe two times. Didn't touch anything, but hey, I, I, it still felt cool. <laughs> J Magic Matt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. DJ TJ. <laughs> uh, yeah, distance. there we go. Social distance yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was right before the dude. Pandemic. That was that was right before it happened. Oh my gosh, that's when everyone was like crammed in the basement. It was like, whoa. Well, that was the day my whole track season got canceled. Oh, that's why you didn't That's why you didn't track I that was the last day of school for us. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was like that was like honestly <laughs> Loki that's when summer started. <laughs> Cause we're not going back, so it's like you know we had we had the end of the year party at my house, and <laughs> we're on like summer break. <laughs> That's a good the point. Long, long summer, but not summer. It's still in yeah, yeah. Long, long six month uh, summer break. I mean, I'll, that's half a year. Half a year of just being at home. That's good and bad. That's good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> so going on to the garage parties, it's always a lot of fun, and you're de- you. Like you first started DJing for the garage parties, right? And then it, um, then it evolved. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. So my uncle is a DJ, um, DJ Victor Spinning Lopez, my boy. Um, and he he kind of got me into it. You know, I I liked I like what he did, and I you know obviously let's see that was ooh. I first started DJing like right after freshman year of high school, so. Um, you know, I was like, oh, all this equipment and stuff. And uh, he happened to move to Arizona. So he gave me a bunch of his equipment, like uh, the two speakers. He, he gave me two of those big speakers, um, some other couple of lights and stuff, you know, base, basic stuff to get me going. And um, I didn't have like a, like a, any turntables yet or anything. So, you know, I would like, I would use my phone and then I had like a DJ app <laughs> and I would, I would quality. Like, like, yeah, I like basically Spotify it, so you know, play music on my phone and like turn the lights on. And then the first like, not really event, but like my sister had had a going away party for one of her friends that moved, and so you know me being trying to be cool, I uh, put all the lights up in the garage, um, and then I <laughs> then I had all of her friends come in and you know like close close the door and I just. <laughs> I just played, uh, let's see, I downloaded a bunch of songs off of YouTube, and then I just, um, I just played it for them. I played, like, half the song, and I would transition, or, like, you know, start the next song, and I was like, oh, DJing, you know, and uh, <laughs> they all got a kick out of that, you know, and like, I, that's kind of how I started, and then um, my dad buys this controller off of Amazon. I'm like, oh, do I really need this? Like, you know, <laughs> am, I, am I really going to be doing this? He's like, he's like, Oh, you know how he's. Oh, yeah, of course, man. And so I'm like, okay, so. Right. And uh, yeah, he he taught me basic stuff because not hey, babe, I don't know if you guys knew this, but my dad actually used to DJ in high school. Really. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Like like old school, it's like the turntables, like the records, you put the record on and go, rrr, rrr, you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like real DJ. Yeah, I don't know what his name was, but um, apparently he DJed in high school. I didn't know that. So he knew the basic stuff, you know, basic trans, like beat matching and stuff um, to transition to like next song. So I, I was doing that for a while. And then um, let's see, I didn't see my, I was actually, yeah, I didn't see my uncle for a few years. He didn't come back until like 2018. But during that time, um, yeah, yeah, that's when I, I kind of like showcased that I was a DJ at um, this thing I call a garage party where basically um, I set up a bunch of chairs and it, it's a party. I set a bunch of chairs in the driveway and stuff. And then. Only soda though. Only soda and water. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yes, absolutely. Sophomore, yeah, back then we were sophomores. <laughs> that's when it started. So, you know, any uh, non or any, uh, yeah, any uh, illegal beverage back then was, it was frightening to us. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah, we, I started out with those parties. Um, you know, I would DJ, I had a bunch, I invited a bunch of people over and then everyone thought, everyone thought it was so funny how I DJed. Um, I had like the smoke machine and stuff and so, a couple of lights and stuff. Everyone, everyone got a kick out of that. And so, you know, just by doing that, I started to gain confidence. I'm like, you know, this is actually really something that I, you know, I really want to do. And so I had a couple of parties that summer. And then I didn't really do much that winter. But going into junior year, I had more parties over the summer, garage parties over the summer, which everyone always got a kick out of. More and more people started showing up. So that was exciting. And then my, I'd say um, first time, like, like I had a real gig was for um, an eighth grade birthday party um September of my junior year that's that's really that's how I got started uh, that's really how I got myself on the map um I didn't know what I was doing at that party really I mean I <laughs> they used to I, I prepared a bunch of songs to like play but you know not knowing like how to have a good variety of music you know all the music they requested are songs I never even heard of so uh, I, low key, I ended up just playing a bunch of like YouTube videos, and they thought I was DJing. <laughs> but you know, I got the job done. They said they they were they were impressed. They're like, "Wow, you, you know, it was me and my dad." They're like, "Yeah, wow, you guys, are, you guys videos. are awesome." What's that? <laughs> wow, YouTube videos. Oh no, there's a lot. You know, a lot of Jake Paul is like, who the heck is Jake Paul? <laughs> oh god, you're like a grand put of them. Ah, I know. Yeah. So I uh. I got, I, that's my first like paying gig and that's when I kind of got on the map and people were like you know my name started to go around you know because all those people were like well this guy's pretty cool and so um that winter um I see I, I DJ'd a uh actually actually I'm sorry in uh October actually there was a Halloween party and that this uh this one girl was having and um in, a, in, one, in one, uh, one of my other friend groups and I was like, you know, I was like, hey, you know, uh, do you want to DJ? And she's like, really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I DJ. And so, you know, I set all that stuff up in her house. And we had a we had a Halloween banger, and then people my age were starting to realize, like, oh shit, yeah, or, oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to swear on you. <laughs> Go for it, man. Go for it. <laughs> okay, but um, you know, they're like, wow, this guy's like, this guy, this this Matthew Wilson is pretty good. And so I DJed it for another party for them for New Year's. And then my next big paying gig was a cheerleading party for the same group of eighth graders. And that was successful. 
and you know just from from then on i i'll have a gig once in a while um you know I, i'm sl i slowly started to accumulate more equipment now i've got lights that i can program um a bigger a, i just actually got my uncle's old mixer which is really cool that's what i've been doing my live streams with um so slowly i've been getting more and more equipment um i think i think i've got about the max capacity in my basement for lights <laughs> I, I don't know I'm just, I'm just obsessed with lights i have so many but um yeah um equipment's just slowly starting to go up um nowadays uh you know i'm hoping that since a lot of schools are canceling prom and stuff that uh, people are going to want djs over the summer for like graduation parties and stuff so uh, i'm really hoping that i can actually make a ton of bank this summer um magic mac gonna be uh on the on the record label soon dude uh, dude hopefully um you know i hopefully i'll have a good summer and a lot of people want to have parties because you know everyone's been quarantined so some, speaking of quarantine yeah this is another good thing that could come out of this quarantine people are going to want to get the first thing people are going to want to do is they're going to want to get together and like party so uh, you know party <laughs> yeah party exactly i'm gonna probably host okay. my own but that people are, yeah exactly i'm hoping that people are going to want a dj for this because what better way what better way to come out of quarantine than with a banger like everyone's gonna want to go <laughs> yeah that's why i'm really hoping that i can uh be successful this summer in terms of that um recently i've been starting uh i've been uh doing a lot of live streams on instagram of just me mixing you know kind of get to get you know kind of show off what skills i have and you know especially during this time for people to, that don't have anything else to do. You know, now's the perfect time to start doing live streams because people are gonna watch because, you know, tell me what else you're doing at like 10 o'clock on a Saturday night, you know? So, um, you know, it's just always good to post out there, you know, just remind people like what you do and, you know, it gets en engraved in their heads and then, you know, one day they'll, maybe they'll be like, hey, can you DJ my party? And I'll be like, yeah, for sure. And uh, also from DJing, I've actually started producing some of my own music, which I... Matt Water. Matt Water, yes. 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 <laughs> Me and my buddy Daniel Atwater, a good friend of mine, known him since seventh grade or whatever. Uh, we, apparently, I learned that he also has a passion for music like I do. We, you know, we were both in band and stuff. And apparently he listens to a lot of same music that I do. And one day we were just like, why don't we write a song? And so we did. I downloaded, um, I used Ableton to make music. Um, and we made our own song. And um, I'd say it was a hit. Um, it may not have been perfect because I don't really know what I'm doing. But i say it was a hit. Got like 240 some views on, it, on not, not, uh, YouTube. So I, I felt good. I felt good about that. Um, but you know, if I, it's hard because like writing music and stuff just takes a long time. And I'm hoping to focus a lot on it over the summer. But eventually, like, re, like make my own like remixes and stuff, and kind of like, like almost like customize the way that I DJ to like my own style. But that's 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 obviously a, a larger goal that I'm gonna have to work for. But that's 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 what I'm working for.
uh, eventually. And uh, what else can I talk about? I don't know. Ask me some questions. Yeah, <laughs> I make, talked a really long time. <laughs> we should make a Du Bois song. Du Bois, yeah. You guys, you guys can be featured on my. Yeah, I'll make the beats. You guys can like rap for something. You know, maybe make a funny song, make a serious song, make a sad song. I don't know. You know, I'm open to anything. So many options. I love all genres. I, I love like all you, genres. You gotta do everything. Do it all. Do it all in one song. <laughs> we can make we can make a country song. <laughs> Sing about NASCAR. NASCAR. Fishing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> Anything would work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for for your like your DJ gig, what made you come up with the name DJ Magic Matt, or did it just like flow out? Well, originally I was thinking my name was gonna be Mixin' Matt. But my dad's like, no, he's like, that's too cheesy. I was like, okay. So I don't even know how Magic Matt came up. I'm assuming he came up with it because that's something he would do. Um, but yeah, somehow I ended up being Magic Matt, like Magic Mike almost, but I'm not Magic Mike. <laughs> A lot of people call me Magic Mike. I'm like, nah, uh, uh, it's Magic Matt. Magic, Magic Matt. Matt. Yeah, I think it, I think it's definitely pretty unique. It's catchy. Well, after, you know, every time I even people who I've never actually personally DJed for, they're like, "Yo, what's up, DJ Magic Man?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> how'd you know my name?" Apparently, it's going around, so I think it works. It obviously it's working right now. Yeah. I've I've also done a lot of graphic design work for you too. Yes, you have, uh, and I really I made I made garage post garage party posters for you. Mm -hmm. We gotta get we gotta get on there. I can maybe update your logo now too. Actually, yeah, I'm looking for a new logo. So, um, oh, yeah, go check out my Facebook page. I recently just got on the Facebook. I'm old now. You know, I figured I'm going to get on the Facebook. So <laughs> go check out my Facebook page called, like, DJ Magic Mad, I think. Um, it's a business page. I think you can follow it or like it or something. I don't know. I don't know much about Facebook. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I do have Facebook now. So to make more connections, uh, maybe I'll make a DJ Magic Mad Instagram, Snapchat. Definitely, I'm <laughs> on Instagram for the like our generation. Yeah, yeah, for you, yeah, exactly. So I've got Facebook for the old people, Instagram for the for the real people. <laughs> for the real people. Oh yeah, always got, always got to make those connections. It's good, it's good. Important part of DJing is uh, marketing yourself. And with graphic design, it could actually help a lot with that. Yeah, with graphic design, you have to, like, promote yourself as well. Like You know exactly, yeah, you know exactly what's up. <laughs> it's kind of, like, in the same business area, but, like, it's not obviously the same, but, like, mm -hmm. you got to promote oh, yeah. yourself. You got to create good work, mm -hmm. good uh, compositions. Exactly, and yeah. You got to promote yourself and advertise yourself. Exactly, yeah. It's actually lots of more than I thought. That's a, that's a good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's also good to have that, that like Instagram and Facebook page as well. Cause like it gets you more people. Like exactly. I have an yeah. Instagram page for my design account mm -hmm. and I have like a Behance account for like professional, like, like a professional portfolio type thing. Mm -hmm. So that gets you get, that gets you noticed as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really, that's a, that could honestly be the biggest part of DJing. You don't have to be a good DJ. You just got to get yourself out there. 
I mean, I've learned that as long as you play good mu- like music that people dance to, like as long as you play music that your client wants, man, it's it's easy. I don't even have to like remix anything or you know do anything crazy. Like a lot of times, I will literally just hit play and pause, and um, people will come up to me they're like, "You're you're amazing!" Like you know that what you're doing is awesome. You sounded really good. And I just, you know, I'm like, thank you. But so, there, you know, there's definitely <laughs> there's ways to it's ways to sneak around it, make it easier for yourself. But uh, I honestly, the number one thing in DJing, besides marketing yourself, is just playing music that your clients want. Because if you play the music that gets the crowd going, uh, they're, they're they're gonna love you. yeah, they're gonna love you. People are gonna want your business card. Um, and then more and again, handing out your business card, DJing at more parties, gets you more connections, more gigs, more money. Boom. More everything. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> Boomer. Oh no, I was actually I was gonna about to say that, but I kind of stopped myself. It was it was before I I don't know who said something, but I was like, I was gonna say it, but I was like, no, I'd let's not say it. Let's not say it. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was actually gonna i had it yeah i think i had a question uh, you mentioned this at the very very beginning of when you're talking about your dj you mentioned your uh your uncle is a dj um i if i missed it i'm totally sorry but i, I kind of had this did you kind of like base you wanting to be a dj off of him or was that kind of something that you were like no i like i want to do it like was did you get this from you kind of your uncle or did you was this all you like no i it was all it was all in in your head like no i want to do this that's a good question so um honestly if it wasn't for my uncle i would not my life would be actually completely different i would definitely have no interest in djing um i didn't know what djing was even like before i before i met my uncle i was like i heard obviously i knew like you know i thought i thought that's what a dj was but i would have never gotten into it if he hadn't given me some of this stuff um yeah it's it really yeah he's definitely someone i look up to um teaches me teaches me in my ways and um yeah if it wasn't for him i i don't know what my well, that's so that's weird i don't know what my life would be like there would be no garage parties there would be no club rios which is parties in my basement i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't have made any music um wow that's crazy that's really crazy one person can have a huge influence on. Yeah, holy cow! I am I'm shook yeah. right now. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize that it was it, it was that much. Mhm. Oh yeah, I I'd say it was all my uncle because I, yeah, I never really found DJing to be interesting until I learned what like what it really was, and I had some equipment to mess around with. So yeah, I guess yeah, it really does show what one person can have. And like how one person can like impact your life wow that's crazy yeah you just thought djing was the guy in the ox right yeah 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 i didn't really know what was going on over there you know if i wanted a song to be played i'd just go up and be like hey do you play the song and be like let me play it (laughs) or you wouldn't play it and i have to go back and be like yo can you play this but now i understand why because sometimes djs don't have that song and that song is not appropriate that song's gonna kill the vibe so I know all the science behind it now. <laughs> yeah. 
that's huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you, re- you really learn a lot. You learn a lot about more than just DJing. You learn like what like what people like, what people don't like. Um, mm-hmm. You learn you learn how to be confident in in front of a lot of people. That's like, good. That's um, good to have. I'm still working on it. Uh, you know, it's hard. I always get I'm I'm nervous. I get nervous before every gig. You know, because a lot of times I have to talk on the mic a lot. Um, I kind of like as a DJ for a lot of events, you're like the MC, basically you host, you host like the party in, in a way you kind of like tell everyone like when things are going to happen and stuff. But um, yeah, it definitely helps you with like public speaking. That's what, that's what it is. It helps you with public speaking, it helps you become more confident talking to strangers. Um, I, don't know, I just feel like I'm more professional now, more mature because of what I've experienced with DJing. Exactly, but once you get off the DJ like gig, you're you're immature. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's something that they talked about in marching band leadership team. Really? Yeah, at camp about me because we did this activity where you had to like watch another person and see how they've grown over like the course of the week. It was you know for leadership stuff, and that's what that's what uh actually Aiden was the one that I was watching <laughs> my buddy Aiden, and he's like uh. He's like, yeah, you know, with with Rios, like, he's really good at just flipping the switch. You know, he can go from business to being silly, and just like that. And I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that also. Yeah, I, I no, definitely uh, see that. Yeah. When I'm not presenting in architecture, I am messing around with other people. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, it's all, it's, it's good for you though. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Life isn't meant to just be serious all the time. I, I believe you gotta I have think. some fun. Yeah, I think yep. yeah. And even even when it's even when it's serious, you still gotta make it fun. You know, you got you gotta like what you're doing. So, yeah, another thing I learned from DJ. Yeah, that that's huge for like literally everything in life. Could be oh, serious yeah. <laughs> sometimes, and then you'd be silly another time. Or like even if it is like serious, you can still make make it fun. So it's always like that, like perspective point of view type thing. Yeah, another thing I've learned is like, um, <laughs> even like being a little silly helps you be more serious. Because like when uh, I go up to, you know, it's always nerve wracking the first time you go on the mic and you're like, you know, good evening everybody, welcome to the party and stuff. Um, especially like big events that I've done, like where there's like forty or fifty people that you've never met before. Um, it's like breaking the ice, you know, you know, you tell a joke, everybody laughs, and then everyone, everyone even the audience, even the, you know, let's be honest, the audience could be a little nervous because they don't know like who this guy is that's DJing, but once they realize that you're a chill person and you realize that they're a chill crowd, you, you, you perform better, you know, and that, that goes for more than just DJing, like any presentation or whatever. Even podcast <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. It's got to flow. Exactly, you know. Not Jack's hair. Jack, don't brush oh, your hair. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, it's it's got to it's gotta go. It's got to be mm-hmm. rhythm. You just got to go right. with the flow. Yeah, because once you're calm, boom, over. That's perf- you're going you're gonna to do great. Yeah. You're, you're not going to make a lot of mistakes. If you make a mistake, you're going to be like, oh, well, I made a mistake. But, you know, if you panic, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, fuck, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. Once you're, if you're calm, 
you know, it is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Are we recording yeah. TikToks now? <laughs> that what quarantine has done to uh, everyone? Yes, I did download TikTok. Um, I've been kind of addicted, not addicted to TikTok, but I. You, you should do your DJ stuff with it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I've never made a TikTok. Uh, I've been thinking of some ideas for for DJ. Yeah. There's definitely some. There's a lot of memes I can. A lot, a lot of funny things that I can. That is, I can take. That is true. So, we live in a world of memes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me being a DJ is a meme. <laughs> but like, you know, when people meet me, they they don't expect that. <laughs> you know, so I think it's funny. Anything that Matt could talk about or even like think about is a meme. Matt will come oh, up with yeah. something like mm. meme. Yeah. yeah, everything's a meme. Everything's a meme. Hundred percent. Matt, I have a question really quick. Yeah, yeah. How long? That's, why I'm here. <laughs> that, that's one way to put it. Uh, how long does it take you to like program and like program like everything before like an actual like gig? Because I've seen wow. that, I've seen that part of it like what you've done, but like I'm sure that's not everything. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Lots of people don't realize they, they, you know, they come to my basement, they jam out and they go home. They, you know, they think that I just put this together really quickly. And that is not the case. Um, I've learned that I got to start like a month before the party to start, you know, getting stuff ready because getting songs together and I, well, that's easy, but finding the time to get songs together and put them together in an effective way that's going to have an impact on your audience. It's going to help, you know, set the mood for the night. And kind of you know build it up all the way to the climax before everybody goes home um that's hard <laughs> it's hard so i i i do i i take a lot of time to uh to uh get that together um and put it in the most effective way possible that yeah it takes a lot of time um and then you also gotta so a lot of my lights i i program most of my lights that i have running at all my parties and stuff uh, luckily, I was able to do a lot of that like over a year ago, and they, they, I just save them and kind of run like the same loops over, over and over again. But programming like takes forever, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I try not to. I try to just use the same programs I already made, but I do want to program a lot more to make it more effective. Because I got this new lighting software now, um, where I could, you know, make it more instead of just like the same loop over and over like make it more um like kind of go with the song that's playing so you know if it's a hype song a lot of strobes a lot of bright lights flashing yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> dancing and stuff like that um really yeah it is because i've seen like at like you know big festivals like coachella and tomorrowland and all those big edm festivals like the the guy that's that's the that's djing he's really not doing that much um as a dj i can kind of see what he's doing and a lot of times all the songs like all the remixes sound like he's like remixing and stuff it's all pre-made it's a lot of times it's just him you know jumping up and down but really what makes the experience is the lighting and that's why i love lighting so much because lighting really enhances the experience it's something that you're going to remember like a, a ton of lasers and, and like smoke and stuff like you're going to remember that more than you know and like, yeah you'll remember the music too but it's the lights that really bring out the music and kind of get you going so i over the summer hopefully i'll be able to spend a lot of time programming effective lights and um 
yeah so that's lighting um let's see what else do i have to do i also gotta i do take a lot of time in like where i want to place the lights too because that that's also something there's, you know that's, i guess that's why i'm an architect major <laughs> there's just so many things to take into consideration you know like if i place this light here is it going to blind people um are people going to see it you know is, is it going to be effective so it's uh, everything everything's hand in hand so that takes a while and plus um if i'm doing a party in my basement my basement's always a mess like it it looks terrible right now um so that is tough that's a project in itself and you also got to clean the rest of the house but in terms of like um a party that's not at my house yeah it's a lot of getting together music that the client wants um a lot of times i have to download that because i don't have it um and then you also gotta you gotta you know be in communication with them a lot talk about like pricing um how many people are going to be there what like the attire is for the night um what time to show up and um just even getting there takes a long time because you got to load the car all the stuff the speakers are so heavy i'm gassed by the time i get there <laughs> um you gotta drive all the way there you gotta set everything up um I've actually got, I've gotten pretty quick at setting up. I can do it in a little under an hour now, which is nice. You know, if me and my dad are hustling, we can get it done, we can get it done pretty time efficiently. Um, and then taking down is even quicker. It's like a half hour, because you don't have to think about where you want to put all the lights and stuff. You just put it in the box. So yeah, it's, it's a lot more than just, you know, the three or four hours that I'm actually DJing. Um, that's why DJs are expensive because it's not you're not just paying for the you know the four hours that they're there you're paying for the physical labor of carrying the equipment the gas money the uh, the time you had the hours that you spent um, putting songs together hours you spent programming lights um, that was actually my okay. next question <laughs> like how do you determine how much like mm -hmm. charge a customer yeah so. I my prices fluctuated throughout the years. Um, I started the first. Let's see, the first price I charged was like, I know really much about DJing and like pricing and stuff. Um, so I think I charged like, one fifty for my first gig. I thought you were gonna say twenty dollars. Oh no no no! I was I was still kind of expensive, but um, I I charged like one fifty. They ended up tipping me like. 50 bucks which is really nice i ended up being like 200 from that oh yeah maybe even a little more um but yeah i started out low and i've slowly increased my price as i've gotten more equipment gotten more experience um uh, uh you know my my worth went up i think <laughs> because i i kind of know what i'm doing now um so i've eventually come to a point where i charge uh, a flat rate of oh what was it I forgot what my flat rate was. <laughs> I don't know. My my dad, he's my my dad's my manager. He 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 comes up with all that stuff. Luckily, he actually does, he does he does a lot of work too behind the scenes. He uh he's actually he actually downloads a lot of songs that you know like especially I had a gig um the beginning of March for a fifty fifty year old birthday party. Um I didn't know a lot of the songs and stuff, and I was also so busy with school. Like he really helps me out a lot and kind of does all the dirty work of coordinating, he does all like the coordination and stuff. And oh, it's just really nice to have him around. Um, gets all the music together and 
gives me even gives me advice on what songs to play um during the party because you know i don't i don't i really i don't really know a lot of that music um he's he's done like he's 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 actually read like uh research on like what good music to play and when to play it and like how long it'll take people to feel comfortable to dance on the dance floor <laughs> you know you know you know like the science and the technical stuff which is awesome he's good to have around ray rios everybody great guy <laughs> good to have hey, around Raymond. yeah exactly but um shoot, where was i going with that what was i talking about <laughs> you done matt you still, uh, you still got no, I know I was going somewhere. What was I talking? Oh, pricing, pricing. Yeah, okay. that's right. So I forgot what my flat rate was. I think it's like three hundred or something. Three hundred plus. Like I do like three hundred for four hours, um, or three hundred anywhere. But anything like yeah, three hundred the base price. But anything anything above four hours is extra fifty dollars an hour. That's that's what it was. Um, but a lot of times I I do I, I'm nice. I give out friend discounts. So, uh, depending on how much I know you, the yeah. cheaper it will be. You guys, you guys would be like dirt cheap, <laughs> not very much. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if I think uh, I've, I definitely have a definitely uh, compared to like professional DJs, I definitely have uh, a very affordable cost. Like most DJs will charge anywhere like four hundred, five hundred, up to like a thousand dollars. And I'm basically doing the same thing, but um, I think that's what makes me competitive in the market is that I'm affordable and younger too. You know, maybe, yeah, exactly. You know, maybe, maybe I'll charge more when I'm older. I'll charge a lot for like if I do weddings and stuff, but I don't know. You know, for me, it's a money thing, but just, a, I don't know, just DJing itself, like to me, more is more important than, than like making bank. Like, like, you know, making banks fun and all, it's good. One of the reasons you I teach it. week, you can make bank. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, a lot of things, another thing that's just really important to me is having fun. And, and uh, I'd rather have fun than not get any gigs because I'm charging like $500 for a party. So yeah. I'd rather keep the price lower and get the gigs, have fun, and still make some money. And, and in life. <laughs> You got, you just oh, got yeah. whatever you're doing. Exactly, exactly. So I think, yeah, it's one of the reasons I DJ because I like, I like it. I don't know, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I think I might know where you're gonna go with this. Um, all that interest, very interesting information though. Yet again, like honestly, I'm learning so much along the way. You're just <laughs> telling me right now. I'm being dead serious. Um, I think I think I might know where you might go with this question, but I really want to know, just to mm -hmm. be sure. Uh, mm -hmm. When you obviously first started, like getting into it, did you have any idea that it would come to this kind of point where you where you would be a pretty successful DJ up to this point with a lot of gigs under your belt? Like, did did you ever think that you you'd be at this point where, man, you know, I'm I'm a pretty well known DJ. I'm the shit. <laughs> uh, honestly. No, I was afraid. I was afraid when my dad bought me that controller because I was like, I don't want to actually do this. You know, I thought this was kind of like, it's kind of just me messing around. Like, I don't know if I want to take this seriously. And um, yeah, so I, I really didn't think that I was going to get too far with this thing. You know, I thought it was 
I was like, you know, I basically had the mindset of if I get far, if, you know, if I, if I start, you know, getting far with it, you know, that's fine, but I'm not going to try and I'm not going to put myself out there or anything. And it wasn't even myself that put me out there. So, so my buddy Daniel from Matwater, uh, the one I make music with. So his ex-girlfriend is actually the one that got me on the map. I'm not going to lie. Um, cause she's the one that got me in that eighth grade party. And if it wasn't for her, I, I would not be on the map probably. No um, connections. Exactly. Connections. You gotta make those connections. So she, yeah. Cause she, yeah, she's so like back then I was like, I, I, I still didn't DJ like anything, like any part, like real, real, not my parties, like real parties or anything. Cause I, I was afraid. I was like, am I, am I ready for this? You know? And of course, of course she's like, Hey, would you be able to DJ? Like, you know, my, my sister's friend's birthday party. And I was like, uh, and then she's like, they'll pay you. And I was like, Hmm. We're talking. You know, I, guess, you know, I guess, yeah. You know, I guess I'll try it. And I'm so, I'm so glad that that happened because um, now I'm on the map and I, I've come a long way. I've, I've grown a lot in the, in the profession. And, uh, you know, I guess that's, I guess it's good to be pushed out of your comfort zone because you're, you're I guess. Oh, it's Anna Marie. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're really not going to get anywhere unless you're, uh, you, you know, kind of out of your comfort zone and, trying new things because I would I would I really wouldn't have gotten anywhere I don't think um if she hadn't gotten me that party and people people like knew that as a DJ because I didn't I, I didn't really post about it on Snapchat or anything serious people thought I was just messing around but like once you get that first gig it's like oh you're actually like kind of professional <laughs> you know so yeah long story short I wasn't really expecting it to go far and I'm glad it did yeah. Yeah, for sure, and I, I think in this world day, in this day of the of the world right now, you have to have those connections. Like oh. you're not gonna get anywhere without if you don't have any connections. So wherever you go, whoever you meet, just make connections with them, and you don't know where that's gonna go. It could go exactly. It could be like, yeah. like eh, or it could be like it should. It could shoot way up. Yeah, like you never know. Like years, yeah, years wow. down the road, you like you come into contact with this person, and they get you like this huge gig that puts you on the map for even like more people, and you know that could be life changing. Honestly, it's just it's it's just good to have connections, like even yeah. with your guys' professions and stuff. Any profession, really, it's good to have those connections. Like for architecture, you know, connections will get you a job. Graphic design gets you a job sports broadcasting that could get you far <laughs> I, really, I really could depending on how good your connections are you can, you can soar <laughs> so yeah yeah i'm, I'm really good. glad you brought i'm really really glad you brought that up matt because uh, i i forgot what it was but my dad was telling me the same thing like connections are the absolute biggest thing for just not even for any interview interview that's what I think that's what he was talking about but just overall in life you know if you want to get places you gotta you gotta have connections it's great to have that extra person you know being it could be for a reference or any sort of advice I 100% agree when you say connections are the key it's absolutely critical but so helpful to have Ooh, absolutely yeah yeah connections connections are key networking Networking, all, yeah. all that it is. Yep, yep. It's not always easy. I'm not gonna lie. It's not easy. 
Yeah. Again, you got to go out of your comfort zone. But, and you got to be confident, too, as well. Yep, yep. But, you know, you get it done, you get it done. I mean, you'll have those connections, like, forever. And so, which is also really nice how we, we, unlike our parents, we have, like, social media and stuff. So, like, I have connections with, like, you know, however many people I follow on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Like, it's nice that I won't lose touch with most of the people that I know. Uh, but back then, like, my mom's like, yeah, I, I really don't know what happened to, like, most of the people that I went to high school with and college with. Because, like, the only way I'd be able to find them is if I called them. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> but uh, Get on uh, the wall phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was, like, the only way that they would have connections. But it's so nice that I can keep in contact with so many people because uh, I'm sure, like, especially for DJing, all those people are going to get married, you know. Everyone's going to get married at some point, and there are a lot of people are going to want to DJ. And why are, why pay the big price when you can just have me and I can have the same experience? And also, you know, we're like that, that one dude from high school. Exactly. So, yeah, they already did. That's nice. They already know me, too. I already know them. It'll just make things a lot easier. Yeah. So, hey, if you guys get married, when you guys get married, you're, you're you're my go-to hire me. Yeah, yeah. Hire me. I'll be in your wedding and the DJ. <laughs> that, that'll be will be, be fun, interesting. There will there will be no other calls. The only call will be to the one and only DJ. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta say is, "Hey, you you free? Uh, whatever." I'll be like, "Is this what I'm thinking?" <laughs> if you're not if you're not free, make yourself free. Exactly. Yeah, I I will make myself free. If you have another gig, scratch that. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Wedding, wedding, weddings. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. So you know, I'm I'm hoping that people will hire me when they get married. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. Cause, uh, I believe they oh, will. Yeah, like tell me, do you know any other DJs? Like, wait, is your roommate a DJ, Jack? Did you did you say that? Oh, he's not a DJ. No, I don't know why I heard that. Um, I know exactly. Yeah, my only DJ. Yeah, exactly. You know any other DJs? I don't think so. Nope. Mm -mm. And if you're going to go find another professional DJ, you know they they might just be in it for the money. I'm in it for the fun. I that think that's another thing that separates me from a lot of other. I don't really know a lot of other DJs, so I'm just making that assumption. But um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's valid. I think it's valid. You know, I'm in it for the fun. You know, it's, it's like it's like with politics. You're either in it for the politics, or you're in it for the people. You know, I'm yeah. in it for the people. I'm in it for the people. In it for the experience. Um, and so, I don't, you know, with all these connections, it, I'm hoping it pays off. Yeah. And all the people. Me and the, I'm the people's man. <laughs> I believe for like all of our, all the fields we want to go in, it, it's more than just like the job. Like you could like translate anything from that job to like life, actual life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, confidence booster, like just doing it for fun, doing it for the fun of it, and not for like the money part. Mm -hmm. Literally, literally everything. No, hundred percent, and I think that's what could separate us apart from a lot of competition and other like candidates for the job and stuff. Is that we're doing it because we like to do it. You know, money is, you know, it's good. It's it, you know, it's good that it comes with. You know, it's, it's like it's like a bonus um <laughs> it's like it's like it's like dating a girl that has a nice personality but you know you know that's that's all that's that's really what it's all about you know 
the, the nice body, that's just, that's a plus, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I had to take it there, I know. You, you knew that was coming. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Do what you love and do it because you love it. Exactly. That's literally all you could do. As long as you love it and it gets you through the day, then I'll be happy. On our on our last episode, Tyler, you might know where I'm going with this, with the would you rather question, where it's like, would you rather have a nine to five job that you hate or a, or a job that you love? And it's kind of like what we're talking about right now. I'd rather have like, have a, or what was it? Nine to five job that you hate that makes bank or a nine or to I, I th- No, I think it was like, would you rather have like a really like good or a high paying job that you hate but like a minimum wage job that you love yeah 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 that it's kind of like that because like i'd rather make the minimum wage job that i love compared to making bank for a job that i hate exactly yeah yeah it's definitely it's something to consider you know who knows where we'll all end up 10 years from now when we're actually like workers here yeah, who knows? But yeah, I guess it leads back to those connections. And, I'm you know, emphasize connections. Yeah, if someone's got if someone's got a, like a like a job job like that you could do that's like a high paying and it's like a good job. You know, maybe maybe what you go to college for, you don't even end up doing. You know, you just you just never know. You never know. Exactly. No, I mean, really, you you guys are right. Connections. That's what makes it everything. Yeah, exactly. There's not much you can do besides that. That's literally, literally life. Yep. Life yep. in a jar. Yeah. I mean, I, interesting analogy there, though, Jack. I've never heard that one before, life in a jar. But I was, I was, you know what? I was actually more gonna say that was on the spot. Uh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> life in a jar. That's going on the meme wall. <laughs> life in a jar. Exactly. When we advertise this on Instagram, you got you gotta quote it, Matt, and say life, life in a jar. Oh, I will. I will. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna promote this. I'm gonna promote this so hard. It's a good. It's a good ass podcast. It is the one of the best there is. Mm-hmm. So, so, is there anything else you want to talk DJ wise, Matt? Um, I've talked a lot. Yeah, I got any like random questions about DJing or um any anything? About me, maybe maybe even more than just DJing. Uh, I'll answer anything. <laughs> hmm. I know I I asked all the ones I wanted about DJing. I don't know about you, Tyler, but yeah, I think I was kind of thinking. Uh, I know you're an architecture major. That's what you primarily want to do, uh, or what you want to get into. Um, but I was also kind of wondering: Are you thinking that maybe D? I don't know about like a total like that that's my primary job as a dj but are you hoping to keep that up as like maybe a secondary job or even your hobby for you know a good amount of your life oh yeah absolutely um obviously i 
probably can't make a living off of DJing unless I'm like freaking marshmallow or something. But um, yeah, I definitely want to have that as like a side job, like something I can do on the weekends because it's nice to have that extra cash, you know, it's doing something that I love to do. Um, it, it's really not even that hard compared to, to compared to a lot of jobs and you're, you're still making bank, which I love, I love about it. So um, it's fun. But yeah, it's definitely something I want to do on the side um, all throughout my life. And I think that I have the fact, again, the fact that I have so many connections, I think I can make that, I can make that last pretty long, pretty long into the rest of my life. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, definitely something I want to keep doing. It's fun. It's fun. I'll, you know, I'll, be, I'll, I'll release more songs and stuff. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, Girl maybe. Matt, yeah. Grow the Matt Water brand or even make exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe you'll see me at Lala or something. That'd be cool. Or we're advertising Matt Water on this too. Oh, yeah. Matt Water. <laughs> Best musical duo. <laughs> Big time ads are dropping in this episode. DJ Magic Matt and Matt Water. Go follow them up. We're sponsored, oh, yeah. we're sponsored by Matt Water and DJ Magic Matt. Oh, absolutely. You, ha- you have our sponsorship. You got your yeah, go. First sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. you know what I just thought of? Oh, what'd you, think? you should make like this would be really really cool we should have like our intro like on the spot dude what if you made like an intro for like this is on the spot sports oh i could yeah, I, I could do it or something along that line i just thought that that would be pretty yeah that, that'd be sick we, cause we kind of need an intro right now as well okay hey i can, I can, write, well. I can write you a piece like a, an intro song or something. See, that's it. That's good. I make. I got the connection, and I'm able to do that. <laughs> We're just making connections right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could honestly all of our, We could all work together. Working together is key. Welcome to on the spot. On the spot. the team. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you, thank you. Um. Oh, I thought something else I could talk about. Um. So as you guys know, um, I was I've been I've been in band or was I I don't really play my instrument anymore, but I was in band since fifth grade, and I think that being a musician has actually helped with DJing, um, because as you know as DJ, it it really helps when you know like how music works and how and like how phrase like a phrase of a song is and like beats per minute and you know you kind of know like the structure of a song and that really that really (laughs) that really helped me um being a dj it was so easy to learn it because i already knew it you know just from being in band and learning like tempos and um you know different chords and what chords sound good and um uh yeah definitely uh it it definitely helped that i was in band um I would recommend, yeah, if you if you want to be a DJ, <laughs> you know, you start out, if you're in band, you know, try DJing, you know, because you you as as a, as being in band, you naturally have like uh, a like for music. You have a you have an ear for music, um, and being in band, I be I began to like explore like different genres of music, and you know, you you learn you learn a lot about it, and. Um, I think that's also what helped me uh, being a DJ. 
is uh, knowing music theory, I guess, and how music works. And yeah. So would you say music is like an influence for your DJ, DJing oh, also as your, as well as your uncle as well? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Um, music has definitely, or being in band and learning music is definitely was definitely an influence in me being interested in DJing just because, you know, as I said before, I knew the science of how the music worked already. And, you know, a lot, some people don't even like music, but uh, the fact that I already was into music in a different way and now I was able to explore it in a completely different way with DJing. Um, it def yeah, it definitely, definitely had an influence. Cause I think it made me like, more interested from the start um like wanting to like learn how djing works and stuff uh yeah just because i was in band and i uh <clears throat> i knew knew all about the the ins and outs of uh music so yeah yeah for sure yeah i think honestly that was kind of something that i was really thinking about too is that you know, it kind of goes hand in hand, like band and like DJing, I guess. Cause I mean, with DJing, you're, you can either like create your own sound or you can kind of like mix it up. Like, or you can go straight exactly. with like, one song or like, Oh, you know, I can create something new. And given that you're in band, you know, you obviously know some tunes before. So, Hey, you know, maybe I can try something that, you know, I know, or maybe I could, like you said, create something new. So I think, like you said, I, th I think it's good. Like, having that kind of hand in hand thing it, it kind of gets you more overall like, experience yeah for sure different, different way uh, different way mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah it's definitely unique it's actually it helps a ton with like matt water and then making your own music because both since dan and i were both and like we we don't have to go through that phase of learning like oh this is you know this is a b-flat chord or this is a there's a you know this is what how rhythms work and stuff like no we already know that and that definitely puts us far ahead gives us a huge advantage that some music producers don't even know because they've never played an instrument before so they kind of had to learn all by themselves which is like a lot of how a lot of them started but the fact that we already knew how that worked was definitely a big boost for us and we didn't have to spend a lot of time learning how it you know just in like learning how to you know, what notes sound good, you know, different keys and stuff and flats and sharps. And I don't even know if you guys, if you guys know <laughs> what all that stuff is, but uh, no, it, it, it's a huge help, huge help for sure. Yeah, I know, I know a couple of those words, but. Oh, good, good, good. Not that much though. But, it's, dude, but dude, that's awesome. That like, all you could use all, literally all, all of the above, just like, better literally every aspect like of djing band mad water like literally everything you could use what you have learned to help yourself grow as a as a person as a dj as a mu musician as an artist like everything dude honestly yeah everything's like connected you even with architecture like djs djing is almost a form of architecture like like now that I've learned like how like architecture works like the design process and all the things you have to take into consideration like I'm realizing like that's like the exact same thing with music in a way like you have to you have to consider like how this note sounds 
when put next to this note or how this rhythm works with the rest of the song as a whole. And that's like the exact same thing with like architectural elements. Like for example, like how how the placement of this beam is going to affect um, like how the house is going to be supported and you know like the like the beam in my basement it kind of sucks that it's like in the middle of the basement and it's in the way when you play hockey it was always in the way but you know without it the house would fall down <laughs> so you know there's just so many things to take into consideration and it's really cool that i've i've yeah, i reflected on this especially um during um winter break when i had like six weeks off uh i i realized like after my first semester of architecture, like holy cow, like everything I'm doing is connected. It's really cool, and it's cool that I can use my knowledge from each thing and kind of like you know help benefit like the other thing, you know. So I don't know. It's it's cool. It's cool. I've I've learned I've learned so much. I've I've grown so much as a person since I first started DJing, and um. Yeah, it's 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 so cool. It's so cool. Ten out of ten would recommend. <laughs> Dude, everything you have said is inspiring. Literally everything. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> but and it cannot it can't be more true either. Like everything you said is accurate. Like there's nothing that you said that's like that's like questionable. It's like every it's like putting out the facts. <laughs> putting out the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I I've learned a lot just from just from ranting on this podcast. <laughs> Holy cow! I wouldn't say it's a rant. I I'd say no, it's, it's not a rant though. It's it's facts. It's inspiration, factual, it and awesomeness. You know, it's one thing when you think about it in your head, but when you actually say it out loud in like a conversation, it's like it hits differently. It's like whoa. It's a deep it's conversation. Different. Yeah, it's like whoa. What I'm doing is amazing. So cool. Life yeah. is amazing in general. Yeah, it really is. It's crazy. I guess. I mean, I guess that's another good thing that's coming out of this quarantine is a lot of self-reflection and realizing, dang, the way I'm living life is not good, and or the way I'm living life is is good, but you know, it could be better. You know, stuff like that. It's so cool. So cool. So cool. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Tyler, do you have any more questions? No, I think I got everything, actually. Um, Matt, you, I think during the time you were talking a lot, you answered a good amount of them, but yeah. I think I got everything. <laughs> I, I kept trying to come up with stuff on the spot, but on the spot. On the spot, on the spot baby. <laughs> but, but you literally kept answering every single question. I <laughs> yeah, I, 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 was, I was so excited to tell this story because I really haven't – I really, the first time I really told the – full full story of what i do and you know i didn't know podcast to do it on too yeah exactly i didn't really know what think of before so i'm like well i don't know what i'm gonna say and you know the fact you know i was able to say everything i didn't know how it was gonna come out but now that i've said it and like i made it like a story it's like whoa everything makes sense now you can everything. make a book out of that yeah i could geez i could write a i would write a song <laughs> I call it like on the spot by Matt Warner. <laughs> yeah. I am I am magical by by Matt Rios. <laughs> yeah. I I could write a book on all this stuff. So yeah, honestly this is this has been awesome. 
Um, we loved having you on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. This was, this was great. I was finally able to tell someone my full, full DJing story. Full story. And now, and now I don't have to explain it again. It's all, it's all, it's all on record. <laughs> you know, I'll be, people will be like, how'd you get into DJing? And I'll be like, yo, go check out this podcast. I explained the, the whole entire thing. I got deep. I got deep today. You did. But it's what podcasts are all about. Just letting exactly. you put out the putting out the information, especially if it's deep stuff, it's valuable. Yeah, exactly. This this was this was great. This was great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad I could tell my story. Yeah, no problem. We should, we should end time, this. Man. We should end this with a little roast session or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm down. Who's going first? One roast per person. Cool. I don't want. I th- I don't want to go first. I don't know. I don't want to go first either. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know if this is considered a roast, but Tyler, you try to jump on a balloon and. Remember that it was I think it was New Year's or something like that. You tried to jump on the balloon and then it was like a big balloon too that you couldn't miss and you somehow missed the entire balloon. Oh and yeah, I remember that. Straight on your ass. I remember that. <laughs> well, okay, okay. At least at least I didn't post something on Instagram that said uh something along the lines of New Orleans wasn't in Louisiana or something like that. <laughs> What? Please explain. <laughs> I I didn't know the details. But I don't know what you're literally, you, you didn't even know that New Orleans is in Louisiana. No, I did know that. <laughs> you posted something along that line. <laughs> it was like a. I probably said New Orleans is an is a cool state, even though I was referring to yes, Louisiana. New Orleans is a state. Oh, that's like uh, Kansas Louisiana. City, Kansas. <laughs> 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 Matt, you get a roast now. Oh, I don't know what to roast you guys. I'm too nice. I don't know what to roast you. I'm trying to think of what you guys have done that's really funny. Uh, I don't know. Uh, give me some ideas. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to. Hmm. Talk about all the gold you gave up when playing street hockey. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, I thought yeah, I thought I was. Oh no no! Usually I roast myself. I roast myself. So <laughs> I, just, I just casually roasted you right there. Oh yeah, you wow. did, you did. But now you gave me the idea of how I could I could roast myself. So in middle school I was so dumb. I was oh Tyler wouldn't know. I don't Jack remembers that. I had a crush on like every single girl. Yeah. Like, Oh great! I made a I ranked them and like how hot they were. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I was obsessed with trying to be popular uh, in middle school, and it backfired really bad. And I realized that I was really stupid. And every time I think of middle school, I cringe because it was terrible. I hated middle school. I made some. Now, now you're pretty popular, though. You see. I had to prove I I did have to prove myself that I wasn't dumb, immature. I matured. You, know? you did. You have. I I have come a, I have come a long way. I think. So I'm, I'm trying I to think, think we all have. Yeah. Back in middle school, I was just stupid, clueless, vulnerable. 
but now extreme yeah yeah exactly i i know i know what the hell is going on now i think we were all like that in middle school i i think i was like that too like i don't think any of us I, were stupid though i, I, I could know, we're not stupid <laughs> I could low, I could low key relate to the girl thing because like a lot of girls oh, like no. anytime, anytime like a girl would talk to me I'm like ooh you know but it's oh, not always yeah, like yeah. oh you know you're yeah, hot. I know one, Tyler. What? Hmm. What'd you say? I said I know that one from you. I do you know? <laughs> I'm not gonna expose you on this, but you know who I'm talking about. Oh God, no, yeah I do. Oh, uh, don't. <laughs> So, are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna roast me? Are you gonna nah, say it? Nah, I'm good. You could say author then. I think that's a good one to end it on. So Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Matt, we really loved having you on. Thank you so much oh, for we Thank you. We to have you on for a long time now and it finally got to happen, so Thank we you. made it work. We made it work, and it, this today was so fun. I I needed this, especially. Excuse me, in this quarantine time, I needed that. I need to. I need to talk. I just needed to talk for a long time. I haven't done that. Exactly. Do you want to? Yeah, you want to put your social media? Uh, say your social yeah. media accounts. Yeah. So you can go ahead and follow my my Instagram, Mad underscore Rio zero zero. My Facebook, uh, I think it's just Matt Rios something basic um what else do i have i mean on snapchat maddie boy 32 um eventually i'll probably make a dj match bad instagram page uh we'll talk we'll talk about that, when I that. Make it. yeah um i've been I've, I've tried to make a website never really finished it i don't know we'll, we'll see what we'll see about that we're currently on a website <laughs> too we're working on it oh yeah yeah takes a while Um, maybe i'll finish it one day yeah so thank you guys so much for for listening this episode we really appreciate all the support we appreciate all the likes all the subscribers all the comments we appreciate every one of you go follow us on instagram at on the spot sports with underscores between each word so on underscore the underscore and so on on the spot sports with underscores between each word on instagram Go listen to our episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breakify, and all those platforms. So thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Take it easy, guys.